Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So, saw The Lion King this okay. week. Okay, how was that? Honestly? I heard Mufasa dies. Did you? You know... That's why I'm not. That's another reason why they, I'm not yeah, like, in a kept, rush to see they it. They kept some things the same. Yeah, they kept some things the same. They would have to. That still happens. Okay. It was. I'm trying to figure which was sadder, that one or the cartoon. I think. I think. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I remember the cartoon, and I do remember that that was the only time that I ever. I remember crying twice in the movie theater. One was then, and I was like five. And the second time was when I saw Titanic and the water just swept in and just in the ballroom and, and brushed the Wash kids the away. Out. Yeah, I was just thinking like, Dad, what if I was a kid? How would you feel being a kid on a ship and then you get separated from your parents by ocean water? In the ocean. <laughs> like, Dad, that's so sorry. Then that was a real story. But anyway, back to The Lion King. I was going to say that John Oliver, okay. Billy Eichner, and Seth Rogen stole the show. That's great. Like the the casting for John Oliver, which I already knew as Zazu, was perfect. Because he sounds like him already, and he's got that like kind of like thing going on. That's like how he tells the news on his show, but he does it to a point, which is perfect. Billy Eichner as Timon, it was hilarious. That was a great comparison. Not even comparison, just like he made it his own, but you still knew the character. The character was still the same character, but he made it his own. Um, Seth Rogen as Pumbaa was hilarious. Um, so basically, watching The Lion King live action is like watching Discovery Channel. What? Okay. Like an episode of like, I don't know, Into the Wild or something. Yeah, okay, sure. Right, except for their singing. Yes, yeah. And they're staring directly at the camera. Yeah, and then they even made like the singing scenes and whatnot realistic. Like I, I I they didn't do too much. So like when Beyonce was doing a run, you couldn't really tell? No, they well, Beyonce scaled it back and she kept it pretty simple for this movie. Uh she put a little thing on Can You Feel the Love Tonight, but you she wasn't doing you know. She said I'm focused on this album. What are y'all talking about? We'll get to that. <laughs> Let's start the show. I've been, I've been working all night. Now I need to hear you call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been going all day and now I need Welcome back to another episode of the On the Way podcast, where we give it to you straight. In this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your way to SOBs next week, Wednesday, July 31st, to see me live there for the first time at 7 o'clock. Amen. Praise God. 
you can listen to this podcast on the way to Curl Fest this weekend. Curl Fest, that's this weekend? It is. You know, I've always wanted, I ain't got no curls. I just always wanted it's to go. It's not about that. I it's kind of just mainly about just celebrating culture and hair. Mm. That's it. So you can literally have your hair shaved off oh, and still Lord, go. I'm it's not like that. a, mm, at the door like, mm, you don't got no curls. Gotta go. Stringy hair. Get that out of here. Like, it's not like that. It's like. <laughs> Get that out of here. <laughs> you can't come in. Greasy. You. Oh, heck no, Guidette. Get out of here. <laughs> heck- <I'm> sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Either way. Anyway, this is the On The Way podcast. Black Queen. Yes. Sylvie Jones. How are you? Blessed to be alive and to be in this space this evening. Amen. Um, happy Friday. Happy Friday. You know, I don't know if this, I would really consider it the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, someone said the other day, they were like, have a good weekend. And I thought about it. I don't know. I was bored at the time, but I was like, to someone else who's just beginning their week, this is not considered the weekend. Thank so God I that's not just, my testimony, but yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just look at it like, oh, well, have a good week, I guess. Whenever you listen to it. But I was saying an end. Well, that's a good thing about a podcast. You can listen to it anytime during the week. Whenever you want. Okay. Every week. But in general, just, okay. Rate yeah. and review on Apple Podcasts. This is a plug for the <laughs> ending. <laughs> I get it. Um, other than that, uh, having a really good week, um, beautiful weather. I have mm-hmm. nothing to complain about. Yeah. People have been good. complaining to me about, like, the humidity and the heat and things nah, like that. Nah, last week was ridiculous. Yeah, that nah. Ridiculous. I I've told y'all, like, I would prefer this weather over putting on so much clothing yeah just sure. to stay yes. warm and then like you getting inside someplace and then now you're just hot and then now you just got to get your body back to temperature and it's just like it's so much like i don't like layering up in the winter time i don't prefer the extremes of either cold or hot but i also can i, I don't like the fact what's that extreme? It's, i don't like extreme cold like below I mean, zero yeah, we and know whatnot. That that is, but what's extreme I don't like heat? extreme heat. Talking about like a hun- over a hundred, like it's normal, a hundred and ten, a hundred and fourteen on a humid with humidity. That's crazy. And the reason I can't That's get a little bit. The reason I just can't get with it is because it's not natural. It's human created. Right. So it's like if we're doing this, what it's just gonna get worse. Yeah. And what are we gonna do? What are we doing about it? And we can't. We don't even have a government that's willing to acknowledge the full problem. So nah, we're just going. You know, that's the part that kills me. But God bless. You know. Yeah, God bless yeah, America nothing, no and the, in the world. No government. Um, how are you, Khalil? I am doing good. <laughs> you were ready to step right into that. <laughs> Thank you. Doing well. I'm here with my. You hear the noises in the background. My good no. friend Lauren <laughs> Dupree is here visiting from Seattle, Washington. Say hi, Lauren. She said, what up? We heard her. <laughs> she's on the way from, uh, she's going to the motherland. She's going to Africa. That's amazing. On Sunday. For the first time? Yeah. Oh, has he told you like any like African stories? Because you know, Khalil's been there before. I mean, Wasn't it twice or something? Well, it was oh, three, three times. Three times. Three times. It's not even Africa, it's Africa. Africa. So. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the only thing I really can't stand on the news is when they be talking, they'd be like, today in Africa, be like, that is so rude. Like, what country? You don't just be like, today in Europe, you'd be like, today in Italy, today in, in England, today in France, today in Ireland, today in Africa. <laughs> anyway. Kalo's a native of... Um, we all are natives. <laughs> Here we go. I knew it was coming. Even you listening. 
Um, I think, uh, which I'm doing really good. Okay, Lauren's here, good. which is cool. I always love having my HU fam here. HU. You know. Okay. Okay. And um, usually we record on Wednesdays, but today we're recording on a Friday because I just had, I had to thank you for being gracious. I had to let you know that I really wanted to take advantage of Wednesday night and I had to go to Lincoln Center outdoors, out of doors to see a free concert at seven o'clock. Of Layla Hathaway and her sister, Kenya Hathaway. That's amazing. Singing specifically their father's discography. They Mm. sung all of Donny Hathaway's songs, and I got my entire life. Layla Hathaway is really what you said. Lauren says she has her father's throat, which she does. It's the closest thing you'll ever get to hearing Donny Hathaway. And she hit every lick, every note. And I still say, like I said at the end of the concert, What's good with this Fantasia, Brandy, Jasmine Sullivan, and Layla Hathaway tour with Khalil Daniel as the opener. Just oh, okay. throwing it out there. Because shoot you would headline an all-women tour. Yeah, you got to vary it up. Give me one thing that's different. <laughs> that was inspired by all four. And then let the four queens come out and kill it. All right. Let's get into the weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at Instinct ENT, where we release it every Wednesday. This week, we've got The Lion King, The Gift by Beyonce, Willow by Willow, The Lost Tapes 2 by Nas, and Brandon Banks by Max O'Cream. Start it up. So, mm. this week for my first album, I don't even really know. I don't even really, I don't need to do an intro for this artist because Beyonce. I mean, I don't know how, I don't know if we should call this album B7 because it's a compilation, but all I do know is that we've gotten two Beyonce albums in one year, one of material we know, and one with songs we've never heard. But either way, it definitely is a gift. Right. Which is the title of the last album. The gift and is inspired by Disney's The Lion King, and it's a current cultural reimagining of the film through music, mainly through an Afrobeat-styled album. Uh, Beat called the album her love letter to Africa, and that it truly was. She released this album the day the movie came out on July 19th with a video. And I tell you, the beehive was fed that day (laughs) from the first track bigger to the last track spirit. There was no need to skip a single track in between. It had features from techno, Yemi Alade, Mr. Easy, Burner Boy, Kendrick Lamar, Jay-Z, Childish Gambino, Pharrell, Salatiel, Tiwa Savage, Shata Wale, Major Lazer, Tierra Wack, Moonchild, Sanelli, 070, Shake, and Jesse Reyes. I feel like I feel like it was called a gift for one of three reasons. Talk about it. One for the world to recognize the gift Africa is. Two, for Americans to be introduced to a whole new style of music that all these white people finna try now. Lord. Well, we already know that. And also for black people to become familiar with sounds from their homeland from our homeland 
Uh, I could listen from top to bottom, shuffle, it doesn't matter. Each time I think I found my fave, I gave another listen and found something else. I love Same. Bigger. And the, she started out the album making us feel good and going in on the writing. Find your way back. <laughs> Loved. Uh, don't jealous me. Sheep don't run with lion. Snake don't <laughs> swim with monkey. I can't talk for too long. Got too much gold to try on. That is for working out. My God. I swear I was listening and I was like, Kendrick would fit on this album. And then he pops Nile right came on, which I definitely wish was longer, but was super glad he even was there. Beyonce used the voice like Kendrick has. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She just does what he does and just does it like the octave higher, and I love it. I don't know if they co-write it or if he writes it, but it's just, I love it. It's dope every time. Okay. I tried to keep it short, but I just couldn't. Mood forever. You know? Why would you try me? Why would you bother? I am Beyonce. Giselle knows Carter. Enough said. Okay. No. J and Childish and B on a track. The marathon would be televised for NRP. The true kings don't die. We multiply. I'm so unbothered. I'm so unbothered. Y'all be so pressed while I'm raising daughters. Sons of empires. Y'all make me chuckle. Stay in your struggle. Crystal blue water. Bina Colada in. You stay Ramada in. My baby father. Bloodline Rwanda. Why would you try me? Why would you bother? I am Beyonce. Giselle knows Kata. I am the Nala. Sister Naruba. Oshun Queen Chiba. I am the mother. Hong Kong my gold chain. I sold my whole chain. I be like so full. I am a whole mood. <laughs> We walk up in the club, I need the sirens going off And we can look up to the sky, the tears we cry, let us know that we alive, yeah, yeah I give them goosebumps every time, I throw up my diamond Together we big time and the children are our reminder I got my cup of two My Lord, Water featuring Pharrell makes you want to dance. And if you don't, mm-hmm. you probably don't have a soul. That's crazy. Brown Skin Girl. Oh, my goodness. Featuring Blue. Can I tell you that I cried when I first heard this song? What else? Did like, you do? it just felt so good. Yeah. And it's not like we don't have songs that make us feel good as, mm-hmm. as young brown skinned children. But I can imagine myself at one point not feeling you know, and, and living up to my full potential. Mm-hmm. And then you release songs like this. And they're, like I said, there's songs that are, you know, like Beautiful with Christina Aguilera mm-hmm. that really, you know, allows you to love I'm yourself. Like, yeah, things of that nature. What's that one with the, the voice within? That's Christina Aguilera too, right? I don't know. You're going too deep with this. Oh. Oh. It's a mean girl. She's like, don't look at me. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Um, But hearing this, I just felt Mm -hmm. like, wow, this is amazing. This is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is not only for her daughters but this is for all the daughters and all the queens i'm gonna take and it your inner child nope, nope. and 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 every girl who does not 
who needed to hear this. Yes, girls. Okay, sure, but I'm going to take it a step further. What an awesome theme, finally, for us dark-skinned people. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's brown-skinned girl. But until you've grown up in America being teased for having dark black skin, Mm. uh, something you can't even control and wouldn't want to change, but get ridiculed by other people, especially some black people is the craziest part. Right. Um, I'll take a song like this. If I had this growing up, that would have, it didn't matter if he was a girl or not. It just draws attention to the fact that brown is beautiful. All shades of brown are beautiful. Um, And blue is ready. Blue's ready. The question is, when they launch that, she's ready. The question is, are we ready? The question is, what outfit is she wearing on the first day of tour? Because they're performing this, and she's coming out with her mic. Oh, she's going to come. Not the one that you hold, though. The one that's attached. The the head one. Matter of fact, it won't even... (laughs) Ah, I love it! (laughs) It'll be one of them small mics. You remember (laughs) when she had it on. You you hear her coming out. You're like, oh my gosh, she's going to say hello to you. Yeah, yeah. She's going to be like, brown skin. Where's the microphone? Yeah. It's a tiny one, like on the side of her mouth. Like, And she's just singing and just... Dancing. She oh, not even, a, not even a full like Britney or Janet headset. Just not one of the even. little theater mics. Thin like ones. the ones we use in theater and theater. Just one of the little short ones. A little skinny little mic. Tyler Perry little one. Um, let me wrap this up. Um, yeah, love brown skin girl. Blaka 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 blaka. Peace of the kingdom. I just loved. Um, Already. Hold on, hold on. Oh yeah, but I love that she brought on people who may never have had. Beyonce type exposure and gave them a shot. Keys to the Kingdom featuring T with Savage and Mr. Easy doesn't even have be on it and it's easily one of my favorites on the whole album. Mm-hmm. Um, already is a vocal masterpiece. Other side will make you cry. Might make you cry. I didn't cry, but it'd make you sentimental. My power is amazing. So dope. That's like my song of the week. Yeah, with Jesse. Yeah, I love it. It changes she, all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then she wraps it up with Spirit, and Spirit is great at the end. Spirit's gonna be sung in church soon. Spirit is gonna get her an Oscar, and I'm ready. And I, and they placed it in the movie at a great point. I won't say where, but it was great. Probably at the end. Mm, kind of, not all the way at the end. You want to know it's where? It's not during the final battle scene. I'm not gonna tell you. You're gonna see. It. I'll <laughs> wait. No, it wasn't then. It's fine. It wasn't. Then. I kind of know what happens in the movies. You so. want me to tell you where? Yeah, it's fine. It was the moment when Simba is coming back to from when Nala when he finally remembers who he is and he comes back to Pride Rock. And oh, normally okay. in the cartoon, it's like slow motion. Yeah. Right. But this one was just spirit. He was oh, running okay. back. And oh. I was like, they had to place in the movie somewhere so she could get that Oscar. And that made sense. And it did. Thank you, Beyonce. Just thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'll, oh, no. I'll wrap this up with, I'll wrap it up with this. I wrote a, when this came out, I wrote a tweet. And I meant this tweet. I'll say it again. Okay. Wrap up. I was two tracks in. There we go. Two tracks in. Beyonce has done it again. This was when I was only two tracks in. I'd only got to find your way back. So thankful for this queen. Thank you just from that back and that night back in 1999 when I saw you at the Kit Kat Kit Kat Club to now. Thank you, B. This is why she's my fave. The detail, the excellence, the continued growth. God bless you, ma'am. So this week for my my first album, I had the second studio album from Willow. Uh, we were we reviewed the first mm. in 2017, and um, I just want to tell you why I love this album so much. Okay. Um, I thought "Like a Bird" was like beautiful, like vocal wise, and it reminded me of like a choir people singing while like one person like does interpretive dance the whole time. Mm. Like Willow has this voice that's just like. 
almost operish, mm. um, soft rock slash hmm. punk rock. Punk rock, but not as hardcore. Right. Slash right. Mother Earth. Right. Like the lead singer of Evanescence. Okay. Yeah, it's similar to that. Um, she sang her heart out in Female Energy Part 2. Mm. Um, Time Machine is probably one of my favorite. Is probably my favorite. Right. Um, it just reminds me of what we could do if we can go back to a different point of our lives or in our culture um, and experience something different than She's we are now. introspective. She is. Ugh, it's a Smith's daughter. Um, Please don't wait Samuels now reminds me of a negotiation between yourself and your toxic love. Um, I enjoyed the only, um, I, well, the only feature that she had on this was um, with her brother Jaden on You Know. And if you don't, like, if you didn't read it, you wouldn't know that it was him because, like, his voice was, like, distorted. Um, but I really did. I love when they collab. Mm. And then she ends the album with the longest track, um, Overthinking It. Mm. So... I think Willow's growth from Whip My Hair. Which is a bop. Yo, I don't, it was so, I played that so many times when it came out. I got that the same year I got my first pair of Beats headphones, and that song showed me what Beats headphones were all about. She was swinging that ponytail, like, and it was like 25 inches, Mm -hmm. just swinging it. Like, I just, I don't know, I just loved how, like, how much she had. From then to now, I feel like she really did grow into her true self. Yeah. Um, I love that she just took time off and was like, and, I don't yeah, actually want to do right, that. Right. I don't want to do this. And I found my identity. Yeah. And um, it's singing and singing how I want and, and bring and releasing music that I want people to hear. I love watching her on Red Table Talk. Right. I love watching her <laughs> scare the hell out of her grandmother. <laughs> With her answers and things that she was saying. Her grandmother would be like... Oh, no, oh, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But she, you know, that's the whole family. They're really expressive. Yeah. Good one, Willow. This week from my second album. This week from my second album, I had The Lost Tapes 2 by Queensbridge's own Nas. Nas has 11 studio albums after releasing his latest album last year, Nasir, that was executive produced by Kanye, which was controversial i liked it this marks his fifth and i left his follow his one before that uh, i've been following Nas for a minute i loved uh, life is good before that i remember like in 2001 when i got stillmatic as like a christmas gift that's the one with ether when he went we went at jay but illmatic just I, after that i just went back and got up on his whole discography i like Nas. i get it um <laughs> This marks his fifth compilation and follow-up to the Lost Tapes One, which was released in 2002. There are features from um, there are features from Ravon, David Renier, Swizz Beat, so I think executive produced the entire thing, and Jay Myers. Nas always comes through with top-notch bars where he fits real snug into the production. On this project, my faves definitely were 
my faves were Jero of Rap, which was like a scat attack, uh, also featuring Kenyon Harold, and he 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 has a deep respect for music. You know, his dad was like the trombone, the trumpet player. You know, his music yeah. groups go deep, so he brought out his knowledge of Al Jero on here, and he really tried to take a stab at it, and he did really well. I thought of combining. Algero style jazz with rap. I thought that was really dope. Everybody's not gonna get you, but keep going. I be cruising 40,000 feet like I'm a Boeing. Doubting me, they said I would have no longevity. Instead, I'm steadily rapping these fundamentals. I assemble these sentences. Cause someone said I've been unadventurous. I've been uninterested. Learning life is what matters. Chill, I'm the humble bragger. I can son a rapper. Every one of you rappers, Vamanos. I be running you rappers. Adios. I don't see none of you rappers. All of y'all under me rappers. I need to golf. Need a day to relax. Get a massage. I'll just roll on the track. I'll just roll a rap. Make the Mets at more famous than strawberry. Y'all know this already. Here's our symphony, a measure by measure, a pleasure, a harmony, melody. Here's the memories. I used to play 40 at Avern and every yesterday. Had a lot of losses, I heard a lot losing cats, but it was worth it. I gave a lot, giving back still. I catch heat cause I'm black and I'm ill and I'm real and make millions and they in they feelings. They can't hide it, I don't internalize it, I ignore it. I was taught to observe it, not absorb it, so I don't absorb it. Melody, married to harmony, wanted to say. <clears throat> I definitely like No Bad Energy. You could hear that was the first track. You could hear Swizz's influence from the beginning. Um, Tanasia, <laughs> that's a really good one. Who Are You? And, yeah, Queensbridge, Queensbridge Politics, the whole album. It was dope. It was. It's a compilation album. I don't know why it's not considered a single album from Nas, but it's really like it. For my second album this week, I had Brandon Banks by Maxwell Cream. Um, this is his second album from the Rock Nation signee. He's a Texas native who's been releasing music since 2012. Mm. Um, his mixtapes and popularity got him attention from rappers such as like Keith, Chief Keef. Um, and he actually went on tour with Keef in 2014. Mm. In 2018, he released his first album, Punkin. And this year, he recently signed a deal with Rock Nation. Um, so what a timeline, first of all, that's really quick. Go from started rapping. Well, you, he started rapping in like high school, but 2012 to touring 2014 to 2018, your first album being like released right to 2019, you're getting signed. Yeah. Rock Nation. That's what's up. Um, this project was pretty dope. I love Bassinet and how his Nigerian dad was in the beginning talking to him, asking him to take, um, take his blue bandana off his head. Uh, Maxwell Cream is uh, affiliated with Crips. Yo, don't yo, don't be yo, silly. <laughs> yes. Watch your damn mouth. Don't be saying that shit. This is the album you suggested. This is the album you suggested. You suggested a game banger. You right. What do you mean? How do I know? It's obvious. <laughs> I suggested of, it because Jay Z executive <laughs> produced it. He raps about it a lot. Oh, okay. Um, no problem. Of course not. I also enjoyed the relays featuring Travis Scott. Um, Eight Figures was cool as well. My girl Megan Thee Stallion was on She Live, which is basically like about being with someone who's fine, walking a little bit. I need a Nikki like Safari, red bone and red Ferrari, sneaking, geeking off that Molly, cute face. I bought her body. We hit Follies, we hit Onyx, she hit Magic on Monday. G5, be live, she live and making money. He need a stallion just like Megan. Booty real big, old titties, Houston hottie, natural body. I want it and he gon' 
buy it Cause I'm freaky and I'm loyal He love it so I get spoiled Work that tongue just like a serpent I'm making his toes coil I'm the bad bitch all these niggas be dreaming about Come over, welcome me in with an open mouth He wanna get with me cause he know what I'm about She tried to fuck on my man and she hoeing out I need a boss, I need a kingpin I need designer pajamas to sleep in I need a bae with some hay to go deep in Real bitch with good pussy street nigga You know what I noticed a lot of people are doing with her? People are doing with her what I thought What I was doing before you corrected me I, People are really just calling her Meg the Stallion but it's Megan. It is Megan the Stallion. But people refer to her as Meg. Where did that come from? Did she do that, or was that just people us? People are lazy. Just being lazy. Got it. Meg, this is not Family Guy. Right. It's not. <laughs> that album's great. It really is. I still play it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also fucked with 3 a.m. featuring Schoolboy Q. Um, I appreciate Max O'Cream because he's a rapper that like, I wouldn't cringe if I heard his like freestyle. Because mm. he can actually really rap. This week for our this week for our honorable mentions we had In My Defense by Iggy Azalea. She died. And Basin Bacon Beasy. Or Basin Beasy. But I'm gonna go with Bacon Beasy <laughs> by Yellow Beasy. Music news. All right, so uh, your favorite Hummer, Kid Cudi, announced the. <laughs> <laughs> what does he have? Wait, last week we said Travis Scott got the. Kid Cudi got the. I don't know. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. People in the crowd like swaying like I love yeah, you, Cudi, yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah. I mean, that was me at one point. So I. Yeah. Um, he's coming to Netflix with an adult-focused animated music series oh. based on his upcoming album, Intergalactic. Um, that's interesting. Side note, that kind of doesn't sound like anything different from his other like projects, but cool. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to prejudge. I'm not upset. Oh, you're talking about the name of the album? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, he's on his outer space. Yeah, I mean, always. Always. Um, but a man good, on the moon. And Right. And an uh, interesting thing about this Netflix project is that... Um, Kenya Barris, the creative blackish, blackish, grownish, grownish, and um, mixedish, mixedish. I was gonna say that um, he's gonna be exec- executive producing the series as well. Word. And of course, the um, right, and the show is gonna also feature music from the album, so it's like a two in one. I want to know: is the series gonna surpass the album? Like after the album, is the series gonna keep going? I think that just depends on how good it is. Okay. Because like. Some shows are just. Well, but do they have plans for it to keep going, right. or is it just gonna end? I mean, if they don't have plans for it, can't they just write up a new contract? Well, I don't know, because the thing is, I like Kid Cudi content. Right. I like him on TV. I liked him on. I know he didn't write it, but I liked him on How to Make It in America. I like him on TV, and um, if I like it, I hope it doesn't just end with the album. But we'll see. Right, we'll see. This is also an animated series. So. Right. But you said it's adult, but based though, right? Like Family yeah. Guy, 
Yeah. Probably so. probably like a like a adult swimish, maybe. Oh yeah. Right. And it's kinda of bad, so it's gonna be fun. Right. Yeah. So it's coming next year. That should be interesting, right? Looking forward to that. Yes. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> so <laughs> this week, after three judges unanimously granted a retrial mm. based on new evidence Meek of alleged free. police corruption for none other. Than Meek Mill. Mm. That's what happened this week. He will get a new judge and a new trial for his 2008 drug and gun conviction. Finally. It's so crazy. 2008 was a crazy year. In 2008, Meek Mill got charged for drug and gun possession. Right. Lasted 10 years on probation. 10 plus years on probation. In 2008, R. Kelly got off for all of his sex crimes. Now, 10 years later, R. Kelly is going down and Meek Mill is coming up. It took too long. 2008. Stay off the court during that year. His former judge, Janice Brinkley, kept Mill on probation for 10 years and later sent him to prison in 2017 over a minor, minor parole violation. She had a personal vendetta against <clears throat> Yeah, she was nuts. On top of that, according to the Associated Press, although it is possible Meek Mill's case will be retried, it's also possible prosecutors might just choose to drop it. Um, also this week, I tell you, when it rains, it pours. So it, that's great. They said that if he gets off, if he gets a new trial, it's more than likely that they're just going to be like, yeah, right. Throw it out anyway, which is awesome. Also this week, Meek Mill signed a new deal in association with Rock Nation to become president of Dream Chasers Records. It just gets better and better. Man, the label, the label will work on talent acquisition, creative strategy and marketing, among other ops, among other operations. Um, Meek says, I think the time is now. He says, I'm 32. I'm a nice, I'm in a nice spot in the music business. And I think it's time for me to focus on growing artists because that's what I love to do. I love to spend time on helping artists grow. And I think it's time for me to dive in because dive in business wise. And I think that's dope. As the president of the Dream, of the Dream Chasers label, um, he'll oversee a team in corporate, he'll oversee a team in a corporate New York office. And he'll also um, operate a recording studio. For the label's artists, which I think is dope. It is dope. Wow. You went from wherever you came from, went to jail. Like, you went from the lowest to Just the think about this. Like, this was two years ago. We saw him around this time two years ago. Look how his life has changed in those two years. Is that when he came out, like, at the end of Made in America? End of Made in America. We were right. there, and he got out of nowhere. Jay-Z was the headliner. Because he had just done 444. Mm -hmm. and, he and we thought it was over. So we all started over. walking out the park. And like, then oh, at a whole Jay other concert. stage, Jay-Z pops back on up. On the side. On the side. And then brings out Meek Mill in Philadelphia. And he had already been locked up. Mm -hmm. and That's I when he was out. That he was out. And they were so happy. He was all so happy. Everybody rushed to, like, rushed to the stage. It was amazing. And then right after that, he got caught up in New York and went back to jail. And that's where this whole thing picked up media coverage like this. Right. Not started, but picked up media coverage. And look how it's changed in that amount of time. Thank God that he had, um, Jay-Z's a real one, man. He really is for sticking by his side and seeing that through. On the way, listener. 
What are you looking more? What are you looking forward to more? The album or the series from Kid Cudi? Tweet us at On The Way Weekly and let us know what you think. Well, we're going to go. <laughs> and we'll be right back. Girl, I rushed here just to take it slow. working all night and now I need it. Call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? We're back, and it's time to get into the blackness. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? The blackness. Keep the keep on. Here we talk about the world's, i.e., black political and social issues as we see them through our point of view. What's going on this week, Khalil? <sighs> Was black this week, Khalil. Ooh, so this week <coughs> at San Diego Comic Con, well, last week they announced uh, Marvel came out and they announced a whole string of new movies that are coming out. Right. They got Loki movie coming out. They got Thor new Thor movie coming out, and they've also announced a character that I've been waiting for. Right. Static Shock. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's DC. This oh, is Marvel. Okay. <laughs> the heck, man. <laughs> Blade. Yes. They announced the Blade movie. I don't know if everybody, I don't know if you remember Blade, but Blade came out in like 90-something. It was like late 90s, mid to late 90s. And I was, that was, I was him for Halloween one year. That's the reason I got like a leather overcoat. Had a, found a way to, to put my. I picture one day. Found because a, <laughs> if it's exactly how I'm imagining it. With glasses. I found a way to, to put my laughing. sword in the back of the, sh- in the, back of the coat. <laughs> oh so my I could just God. go like this. <laughs> yep. Found a way. Good old mom. She was like, all right, I'll help you out. That's where moms come in. Oh my goodness. And uh, that was great. And also. But that was the first, I understand there was like one Marvel movie that came out in the 80s. I think it might have been Howard the Duck, something came that. He's a real Marvel character. But I then, remember Howard the Duck. Yeah, but then. Was he black? No, no, I don't think so. Oh. But then the real. He's had like one of those accents. He's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy. He was in the Avengers, actually. I don't know if you saw him. Mm-mm. He was really short. But it was really, really quick, 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 quick. But Blade was the first one that really came out in the. 90s that really was like the marvel film like before x-men which came out in 2000 which defined like the marvel series blade was the first one to really define like oh this is a comic book character and he's black we didn't even i didn't even recognize it was marvel it was just blade with wesley snipes but then you go see it and you see marvel in front it was like oh this is part of that Mm -hmm. and so now when ever since marvel started to pop off with iron man with the mcu Mm -hmm. i was like so what about blade y'all just forgot you never see him in like the beginning i was like y'all just like the first one was black bro don't forget it was a box office smash number two was good number three eh, but you can keep it it was a box office (laughs) smash i was like y'all just gonna forget about blade but it was amazing. And he was the he's the one who deals with like it's like the vampire side of the Marvel universe. Okay. Um he's like half vampire, half man. And yeah, it was really, really good. But Mahershala Ali is set to play the new blade. Ah. And that's really awesome. Bay Herschela Ali. He actually got um got like um uh, congratulated by Wesley Snipes. Yeah. People were kind of upset that Wesley Snipes wasn't 
asked. But I was so like, I know y'all. Y'all not lying. expecting him to be Blade, right? Mm-mm. But I just read something, and this would be really cool. Blade had a mentor during the whole thing who guided him through, and his name was Whistler. So it would be dope. Whistler was played by I can't remember the white guy's name in the last one. He's really good. If you see him, you know him. But it would be great if Wesley Snipes came back as Whistler. That would be dope. I think as the mentor. Maybe not. I don't know. I think Mahershala should just have his own spotlight. Okay. But Maybe I do, if you want to make sure. like Wesley like <coughs> no, no. somebody had to like like a coffee shop or no, something. No, not enough. I need him if he's gonna come back. I would like to see him in there somehow. Like you're not just gonna you're not just gonna swipe over Wesley. Hey, Snipes. It, you are me, and I used to be you when I was younger. Like no, no come on. I, I don't want that. <laughs> don't let Mahershala have his thing. It's true, but I'm just saying. I just need some acknowledgement that Wesley Snipes got this Marvel thing kicked off from the jump. Okay. That's all. <laughs> Go ahead, talk about it. This week for my Queen Spotlight, I yes. wanted to shine a light yes. from everybody's favorite gossip yeah. queen. <laughs> favorite gossip queen, but yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, more favorite. Okay. Um, talk show host, radio show host, author, Wendy Williams. Ooh, <laughs> you do it. <laughs> <laughs> she has a biopic coming out, um, or is it a biopic? So I don't know. Pick, Lauren, is it biopic or biopic? I always said biopic, but then my brother said biopic. And I was like, what? I've heard biopic, but I think that might be a medical term. I think it's, I, I don't know. I was corrected and told it was a biopic. Bi- oh. But to me, it seems biopic makes more sense. All right, well, we're going to say whatever. <laughs> biopic. Biopic. The movie about her. Okay. Yes. Um, it's coming to uh, <laughs> TV on your auntie's like favorite channel lifetime yeah she loves that channel though for real i love that channel when they get it right she's also executive producing this Word. um and this is comes out right after her messy divorce mm-hmm. um and the family drama and everything she's just gone gone through it's just it's a lot and also um she's collaborating with will packer Right. That's what really makes me interested in it. Because whenever the people be executive producing their own stories, I'd be like, oh, this might right. be one. It might not be. But it. when they have an outside view of somebody who can come in and say, okay, I see the basis of what you have now. Let's tweak this. Let's shape this. Let's add this. Let's take this away. And now tell me how you feel about it. When somebody can be open enough to let somebody into their process like that, that's really cool. And Will Packer is a real genuine name to do that um lee davenport um he wrote boomerang mm, the he's, tv show mm-hmm, okay. he's on board to write the script oh this see look all right um the, it begins production this fall and they have just began the casting process so uh, interesting who's gonna play wendy williams right wow um it's supposed to come out next year first quarter of next year so. really first quarter Wow, twenty twenty is gonna start it's off with a bang. It's gonna be one bang. of those like those those like previews of what's coming on next year that you like see in December of like oh, January twenty ninth. Oh, I'm can't wait for this because so like as you know I've been rocking I've been listening to Wendy since two thousand and three, mm-hmm. since after school when she was just on the radio shock jock hilarious local radio DJ happened to be Wendy Williams. Sorry, gonna listen. <laughs> Um, thank you, WBLS. <laughs> Come on, plug. Yes, one hundred seven point five. 
and um she would talk about then she had already started filming her in 2000 like three to eight this was she had already started filming sometime in there her biopic or biopic mm-hmm. whatever story about her life a story about her life <laughs> her autobiography <laughs> on the film mm-hmm. um she already started filming and robin givens was playing wendy williams at that time and she would come in and out of the studio and tell us like how it was going on set but then she got the tv show and then she just stopped talking about it and it never materialized it stopped and I guess they were like, well, yeah, you made it in radio, but now you're about to start something new in television. It's a little too early maybe to tell your life story. This is a whole new chapter. When we're going to tell that story, let's like tell it for real, for real. I still think it's kind of early. It might be, but I think I think that it's lifetime because it's going to have to do with her husband. I think it's going to deal with women issues yeah. and abuse and things like that. There's going to be a hotline like at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be one of those yep. films. I'm still ready to see it either way. Yeah, I agree. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I don't, I'm don't. i just interested to see how she's going to tell the story of her life. I just hope it's 100% like I need at to least see 98% the, the fight with her and Angie. Need it. Wendy, Wendy, Wendy. The interview with her and Whitney. Oh, yeah, I'm plugging it in right here this time. That sits in the sound effects. I never use it, but it's going to go right here. Uh, Wendy, I love you because you support me, and um, you've, been, you've been good to me on the radio. However, you know, watch what you say, baby girl. But Whitney, watch what you do. And if I know it's not. You don't even know what I do. Like you said, you never met me. You don't know me. You ain't been in my house. You don't live with me. You don't sleep with me. You don't do shit with me, but talk about me. So watch what you say. That's all, baby girl. That's all I'm asking you is watch what the f- you say. <laughs> and also, yeah, I need some, I would be nice to he- see some transparency about her and Kevin. Or like what happens behind the scenes of her show. Her and her husband. Her behind scenes of her life and things of that nature. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and also her personality side, just who she is, the things that she does on her own to keep her going, to keep her happy. I don't know, but it seems like um, after this came out, like there's this sympathy that people have towards her, and they're like letting her rock with a lot of things. And then she, you know, she was showing out, you know, out on dates. She's had her birthday last week. Looking fly, partying with. People are supporting her. Black China is her Black new best China. friend. That's her new best friend. You know? Like, people are supporting her because she's out here just living her best life, like, doing things. You used to hear stories about how she would always be so caged off from everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, people couldn't get to her. And she would say that my husband keeps away the vultures and stuff. Mm-hmm. But now that that's not there and she can talk for herself and get to know people. And she was always like, I can't be friends with celebrities because I have to talk about you. And she always drew, like, a really hard line. Which is, you know. Which is smart. I got that. But now she's just out there experiencing something new. And yeah, I think I talk shit about you, but hey. It's making her a little different. She's, still get, she's a little bit more empathetic to right. it. That's just cool. <laughs> Lauren's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> How you do? <laughs> I did want to go to a show, though. I want to go. You've never went? Never been. That's surprising. Because I'm waiting to go on. I want to sit there in her face. I've got what? things to talk. No, I want to meet. There's people I want to talk to. She's on my list. I mean, unless you're a celebrity, I don't know how that's going to happen. That's what I'm saying. I'm waiting for that part. Oh, okay, okay, okay. For that moment. Yeah. But okay. I'll go in the meantime, I guess. I guess. Talk shows are weird sometimes. You have to go there. 
I just need to look her in the eye, let her know how long I've been rocking. I have all her books. Like I want her to sign them all. Thanks, thanks. You're gonna bring all those books? When I get there, heck yeah, I'm having. No, not 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 as an audience member. That's what I mean. Oh, okay. First time I meet her, it's gotta be special. I gotta be like in the back room, like (laughs) put out on the couch, like (laughs) I might do it right there on the show. Like, (laughs) hey, before you say anything, here, sign this one. While you while we're having this interview, can you just uh, just sign sign these, these, please? Make it out to your your bestie Khalil. Yes, please. You know? Thank you. (laughs) On the way, listeners, which Phase 4 Marvel film are you looking forward to seeing? Tweet us at On the Way Weekly and let us know what you think. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter at Instinct E-N-T-I-N-C every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, It's okay to move on from things that you have outgrown. It is okay to move on from things that you have outgrown. And that goes for clothes, because we have like an attachment to it. <laughs> that goes from like shoes. That goes from anything you put on your body. Right. That goes from things that you put into your body. Yeah. That doesn't make you give you the same feeling as you felt, you know, the first time yeah. or even the first few years that you've been consuming this. Yeah. That goes from people around you. Yeah. That goes from shows that you don't find interesting anymore. Yes. It goes from a lot. It's just like we, I feel like us as humans, we like to attach ourselves to things. Yeah. And if it's something that's really good, we don't want to let it go. We want to hold on to it, you know? Right. We want to hold on to that person. Even if that person is not the same person that they once were, we still want to hold on to that for the memories, for the, you know. And it's like you, you've outgrown that person. You can fly away now Mm. you know you've outgrown that outfit Mm -hmm. you can give it up don't hold on to it Mm -hmm. you know it's just taking up space in your closet and that goes for things around you I agree no one is too detached I agree yeah I mean everything you just said and I think it's good to know when you've gotten to the place where you recognize that you have outgrown something right then it's kind of hard to go back anyway um, but allowing yourself, giving yourself that permission and just be like, I'm not as connected to this thing or this person or this situation or this piece of clothing as I used to be. And just giving yourself that permission to move forward is a big step. And It is. Um, yeah. It's part of growing up. Part of adulting. <laughs> part of putting on your big boy pants. Yeah. <clears throat> well, if you're looking for me, Lauren, what does it mean to you? It's okay to say that What's the quote? <laughs> it's okay to. Oh shit! Hold on. It's, it's okay to move on from things that you are that you have outgrown. Mm. I mean, it can mean it means the things that you guys said. It can mean a number of things, but I think as humans, we're always well. Some humans are always growing and evolving. And as you grow and evolve, you have to learn how to let go of the things that don't serve you anymore so that you can be 
whole and happy. Um, so that's what it means to me. And so, yeah, it can be like, all right, I have too many clothes in this closet. I don't wear half of this stuff. I'm throwing mm-hmm. it out. But it can also be this relationship isn't serving me anymore and I'm yeah. not happy. So either I need to figure out a way to fix this relationship or I need to let it go. Exactly. That's right. Those are the kind of sisters I hang out with. <laughs> Well-minded sisters. You know what I mean? Got their head on straight. Well, if you're looking for me, you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at K-A-H-L-I-L-X-D-A-N-I-E-L. You can also find me on the Facebook at Facebook.com slash KXD Music. And you can find me on the title, Apple Music and Spotify, under Khalil Daniel. But on top of that, you can find me. That's not like Bernie Mac. Mm-hmm. You can find me. Just, just, just stop right there. Just don't, don't overdo it. That's over. No. You see? <laughs> that's what happens. When you try to overdo it, that's when it doesn't come out right. That one moment was great. <laughs> you can find me at SOBs this Wednesday. For the first time, I wanted to get in here for a long time. And this is a real uh, dream come true. So if you're around on Wednesday at 7 o'clock, hope you come through. Rehearsing with the band on Monday. Have a good set planned. Going to introduce some new music. Maybe do some old music. But looking forward to seeing you there. 7, seven o'clock, SOBs. I have tickets for sale for 15 at the door for 20 Hit me. And if you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Sylvie Jones, S-Y-L-V-E-E-J-O-N-E-S. And um, if you want, you can follow my fitness page at Sweat by V. S W E A T B Y V E E. Ain't no if you want. What's the <laughs> tip for this week, Sylvie? Okay. Hmm. The tip for this week. What's the fitness tip? I think it would just be to watch what you consume. And that can mean mentally and physically and. No, no, no. I don't want no spirituals. I'm straight for my physical, <laughs> Sylvie. Help my body. <laughs> Okay, here's one. Um, Research everything you put into your body. Mm. So, like, watch what you consume, like I was saying. Mm. Um, Because what might work for somebody might not work for you. Mm. And I think some people, like, when they're in a fitness phase in their lives, they want to just, oh, this look good on this this person, so I'm going to try it, and things like that. You have to really know what you're putting into yourself. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That goes with anything. That goes with how somebody else eats. That goes with um, what supplements they use, like anything like it doesn't always work and that also goes for what you what materials you might put on you like to go to the gym yeah yeah let me tell you what i real quick what i told lauren this week i thought about so i'm really trying to not keep red meat in the house i eat it sometimes when i go out but i'm about chicken turkey seafood you started it this week because last week you had like, like four pieces of bacon yeah i like to treat myself every now and then but <laughs> huh. it's not a thing okay Every now and then, bacon's on sale. I might treat myself, okay? But I didn't do it often. However, I'm here telling my sodium secrets. It was four pieces. Anyway. All of those? (laughs) (laughs) Yep, all four of them. But um, I found out what ground meat really is. I thought I was out here safe eating ground turkey. It's like all the pieces of the turkey that they didn't use. It's just like the feet, the knuckles, like everything. I thought it was like... What do you think it was? I thought it was the meat that you usually get in the supermarket, but just ground up. I thought the style, like not cut, not diced, but just ground. 
it's like ground. Like they're just gonna take all the missing parts. Yeah. Okay, but, so how does that gross you out? But like anything else doesn't gross you out. Because it's just one by one, it's just hitting me. Okay, maybe I'll become a full <laughs> vegan by the time I'm. Nobody 35. said you have to like go vegan. All though. I'm saying is, okay, some things are just hitting me in my later years, but that's nasty. I mean, I don't know if I is. can eat ground turkey anymore. I loved it. I was thought it was a perfect supplement for beef. Could have it in my casserole. I could have it in my dips. I could have it in my tacos. <laughs> Now I've got to have chicken everything. Um, well, don't research chicken. <laughs> Gosh, let's go home. Enough. Enough truth for today. If you well, if for everything you heard today, you can find us on our Facebook at facebook.com slash instinct, E-N-T-I-N-C, and on our website at instinctent.com slash on the way. And if you love what you hear, please make sure to like and subscribe to us on the, uh, on the podcast app. I was going to say on the iTunes app, on the Apple podcast app, or on the regular podcast app. On all the apps. On, on all the apps that, that show only podcasts. Thank we'll you be for, there. Thank you for visiting, Lauren Dupree. Have a good, have a great time in the uh, motherland. Where can they, you're an actress. Where can they find you, Lauren? What's your Twitter and your Instagram? Just the Instagram. We don't got the time for all that. They're actually the same, so calm down. Just Dupree. She's got a ray of characters on there. It'll make you laugh. All right. Go check it out. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.